What if your e-commerce store could automatically offer recommendations customized to each person who visited your store? On a busy weekend like Black Friday, that optimization could boost your sales substantially. I know that sounds like science fiction, but it's true. Take the journey with me here. BoldBrain analyzes thousands of data points on your store, recommending products to each unique visitor based on search history, past purchases, similar customers' behavior, and even where they are in the sales funnel. Oh my god, I know. So basically, BoldBrain analyzes past shopping behavior and suggests the most effective products for you to upsell, cross-sell, or just recommend in a you-may-also-like widget right on your product page. And this is all using real-time data collected from your store and your customers, meaning you get the statistically most effective product recommendations for each visitor, increasing the chance of conversion with no guesswork. And what I personally love about BoldBrain is that it is super simple to use. It's actually one of their easiest apps to use. Once it's analyzed enough data, it'll give you recommendations that you can approve with one click, setting them up on your storefront in seconds. And the most beautiful part, you can get BoldBrain with just one click for free. That's right. Install this powerful app on your store at no charge. If you're not impressed with the results, you can uninstall it at no charge as well with a full refund of $0. So go to boldcommerce.com, learn more, or search BoldBrain in the Shopify app store. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You already know the benefits of SEO. The higher you rank in search, the more visitors you get, and more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do it? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines more easily, and it's trusted by thousands of store owners. No surprise there, it's equal parts power, innovation, and ease of use. Think of SEO Manager as your optimization toolbox. Here's some examples. It can scan your site for issues, offer keyword suggestions, add structured data support, analyze missing pages and redirects, and even integrate with Kit plus a ton more tools to help you be easily found in Google searches. Best of all, it's easy to get started. You can get started in minutes, and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Seriously, I have met them. They are the best. And as a special offer to you, you can get 10% off SEO Manager forever when you sign up at seomanager.com unofficial. That's seomanager.com unofficial. Hello and welcome back to the unofficial Shopify podcast. It's your boy, Kurt. I am recording from EtherCycle HQ in Skokie, Illinois, and I can often sort of see the Sears Tower from my office. Today it's it's overcast. It's gray because it's the fall. We've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday around the corner. we got to get ready. And a few weeks back, I was in New York and I met with Parker from the Clavio team. And we basically freaked out over new features coming to Clavio, like just full up to the point that people around us were like, what? Those two are setting up a party. This is how excited we, we worked ourselves up over the new Clavio features. All right. Why does that matter? Why do I care? Well, one of the top questions I get is, hey, Kurt, what's the best app for X? What's the best service for X? And of course, 
uh, email marketing, email service provider, comes up often as that question, and I will universally say, Clavio, 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 because it is the one true email platform if you're using Shopify. No one else has the level of integration, uh, the reporting tools, and the has hitched their their cart to Shopify's horse quite so tightly as Clavio has. And that's why I am full-on obsessed. Kurt, why are you so obsessed with Clavio? Because it's amazing. And so I got, I'm already, it's a, a piece of software I use and love for our, our clients' businesses. And there are new features coming to it that I got doubly excited about. Um, and normally, when I hear new feature, new feature, new feature, I fear, oh, geez, is this something we need? Is this going to clutter things? Is this going to complicate things? Every single one of these, I was like, yes, that's a game changer. Yes, it's a game changer over and over. So I am excited today to be talking to none other than Jake Cohen, the director of product at Clavio, who has been working in marketing since he was one when his parents started an ad agency. Cool. He started going gray at age nine, true to form of the ad agency experience. He's an <laughs> eternal optimist, a dedicated to his career and helping businesses who are short on bandwidth budget or expertise market like the most sophisticated brands on earth and grow incredibly fast. He prioritizes his family, then Clavio, then golf. Good man, Jake. Welcome. Thank you very much. Now everyone knows about as much as you could know about me. So great intro. That's it. That's the full the the full story that, of of Jake. That's the good stuff. Okay, <laughs> those are the, that's the highlight reel. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I am I am excited about for the things coming to Clavio. Let's let's not tease people. Let's jump straight into it. Um, right now, it's for people who don't know, give me, give me the elevator pitch on what Clavio is. Uh, so Clavio is a platform that allows businesses to use their marketing data, their sales data, and their customer data to more precisely target and communicate with their subscribers and customers to make sure that they're sending relevant communication to build quality relationships over time. Ah, I like the differentiators there. Relevant communication, quality relationships. You can build a giant email list and send out irrelevant garbage and get nowhere, or you can build a quality list and get people the right message at the right time, and from that, uh, extend customer lifetime value in both directions. You're providing value to them, and they are providing value back to your brand. So that is that really is the pitch for why we love marketing automation. It creates more relevant marketing messages, and Clavio is certainly one of the finest, shiniest tools in that marketing automation toolbox. Uh, within, so I, we talked a lot about that was the a good pitch for Clavio. I mentioned marketing automation. When I talk about marketing automation in the context of Clavio and email service, what am I talking about? Tell me about it. So we, you can do with with Clavio with respect to email is very robust. Uh, it's by no means where our limits are. We actually do much much more and uh, are starting to do even more than that. But within email, just to answer your specific question, you can do the basic things that you'd expect. You can send a campaign. You can configure your content on a very advanced template editor. We like to think about it as you should be able to design with the same specificity that you can in Photoshop, but in your email tool. Uh, and you know, upload a list so that you can send to it. All that stuff straightforward. I think what's really different about Clavio and what makes it so powerful for our customers is around segmentation and our flows, which are automated emails or what you said, uh, marketing automation. 
Segmentation gives you a tool to, as I mentioned earlier, use any data that you have, which as you mentioned, we have a very, very deep and tight integration with Shopify. So we pull in very robust customer information, every single history, every single historic uh, order event or checkout started event if someone creates a cart, as well as all the metadata. So it's all at your fingertips. And in the segment builder, you can use all of that information to build super refined and specific groups of people, such as someone who bought any product uh, within a certain collection on January or February of 2016, where the item value was over $50, is very, very easy for you to pull. Uh, the other side on automations, there, there's quite literally no limit to what sequencing you can do. And because the data that we ingest is so rich, you can be incredibly specific about when you trigger an automation and how it exactly unfolds. You can have branches for different types of customers. I mean, it's like you could go, I mean, we could spend two hours just talking about that alone. And it's so robust relative to what else you could get out there. So you had mentioned uh, that Clavio is more than just email. You go, well, uh, email is the core, the core competency, the core focus. But you said it's more than that. And then it's even more than that. Okay. Dive into that. Tell me what else I could do with this thing. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> we, we think about, uh, as I mentioned before, email is really just a channel. It's a way to communicate with somebody. And what's underneath that is the relationship that you have. And you use email to sort of have a dialogue with that other person. But there's more to a relationship than just that dialogue. You have to start a relationship with someone uh, and you have to sort of learn more about them as the relationship progresses. And so we had uh, a sign-up form feature a little while ago, uh, which was frankly not very good. And we were trying to think about ways to help our customers build new relationships and more relationships and learn more about those relationships such that when they communicate via email or anything else, it's more effective, it's more relevant. So we did a total overhaul of our sign-up form builder, which uh, I would say is absolutely on par with any of the other form builders that you'd have out there. Uh, but what's different about it and what's better is because it's native to Klaviyo, the integration is seamless. So anyone who signs up goes directly into the list that you want, and we keep track of it more effectively. You don't have to try and manage APIs or multiple partners. And we actually released a feature recently that's super, super, super exciting. You can target a form on your site to someone who's in a specific list or segment. So my favorite story about that is um there's a customer uh, yeah, let's that illustrate sells. it because i know what you just said and it early you mentioned it earlier and i heard it last week and i was like what i mean the, right so to put it in perspective clavia was certainly you know, email first and then the opt-in forms um were basic i mean they were like there was a handful um yep but it didn't have you know some of the the more advanced options you'd want with a a pop-up form an opt-in form like exit intent or being able to style it in a robust fashion. And so we would use, um, most people would use third-party pop, uh, uh, right. pop-up pop builders, uh, and Calavia would, would integrate with them. So it, worked for, it was a fine solution. Now those um, those issues are gone. You have added a, a more robust, bigger, better, badder uh, form builder into Calavia. thousand percent. And our, our, the way we like to ship products is we don't hold things back. Uh, we go as quickly as possible. We try and have as many iterations as possible so that we can constantly learn and build things that's helpful for our customers. Uh, so we'll, so like the beginning when we started with this new form builder, it was a little bit limited, but literally week over week, if you look back, they added like 
quite literally 30 features <laughs> to the signup form builder in a series of two or three months such that, yeah, it started as kind of simple. And now you can do anything. You can do exit intent. You can have conditional display based on how far down someone scrolls. You can specify which URLs or which specific pages forms do or don't show up for without touching code at all. So it's like it's very robust. So we've got uh, a, the, a fully featured pop-up form builder, but there is a uh, there's a, a linchpin feature there that only Clavio has that yeah. allows you to do. It sounds like personalization or segmentation. Again, getting that the right message for the right time. Talk to me about that. Yeah, it, this is. I get really excited about this. So <laughs> if I if I get overexcited, I jump through the screen. Let me know. Uh, we, there's a story about a company that sells, uh, phone cases where they were thinking about uh, a group of people that they had identified through our segmentation tool, people that opened emails, visited website frequently and recently, but that had never made a purchase. And they're like, how do we get these people over the hump? And so the traditional method that you'd think is just send them another email, but they're opening emails and not purchasing. So that may not be the right channel to move them. And so what these guys did was they built a segment uh, of what they call high potential. And uh, they basically, which was those categories, right? Been on site, open emails. And what they did was they created a form that instead of being a signup form that you'd enter your email address, it was quite literally just a banner, but it used the form tool. And the banner offered a code, a discount code to try and incentivize the first purchase. But because we have the feature that can target a form to a specific segment, the only people who saw that form when they came to the website were those that were in the high potential segment, those who had opened a bunch of emails, been on site a bunch, but not yet purchased. And so they were able to have this idea in a room and turn it to a very controlled and specific and targeted experiment on their site in minutes. And it did really, really well for them. I love this idea. So what we're doing, um, you in email, we want to, using automation, we want to make it relevant. And part of that relevance is... You look at customers' behavior, what they have and haven't done, what they've, they've clicked on, visited, et cetera, and then decide, okay, what is the relevant message here? What's going to be valuable to them? And ideally, because it's valuable, it moves them along in the relationship. They're like, these people, these people are reading my mind, and this is relevant. Like, they're just preempting all of my issues. That's, what, that's where you want to be. Because, again, the, the converse argument here is, well, this, you're, you're tracking me, and it's creepy. No, it isn't, because it, it's not like a human is like, personally going through the logs and be like, oh, I see Jake visited these pages today. Let me write him an email. No, it's entirely, it's automated. They don't see it. But it, the, the, really the core purpose there is to get the right message to the right person so that you've got relevant marketing and that makes marketing way less annoying. It's a good thing. All right. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole there against people who would push back on marketing automation. But yes, <laughs> sorry. Um, it's a, a personal issue. Um, in One thing, Kurt, go ahead. Uh, I, I do want to share as an extension of that. So we've we've built signup forms, uh, which we've seen be really effective. We've seen sites convert anywhere from 4 to 10% of their web traffic using different types of forms, uh, which is really, really effective when you think about how many opt-in, relationships you can start. Opt-in or convert? Yeah. Uh, how do you define the difference? Well, I, uh, I opt-in being they signed up for the list or convert meaning they made a purchase. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Opt-in, opt-in. Okay. They've signed up for a list. Which is yep. very high. It is. Yeah, it's good. Um, and uh, we started thinking about that more. And while that's really good, you know, you can also look at it as like, well, that's only 96 or 90 to 96% of people that aren't sort of engaging with you. 
And so we've been thinking a lot about how do we help our customers more? And the, the way that we think about helping our customers thematically is we're trying to help businesses have truly personal relationships at scale. So you and I, Kirk, can sort of sit and learn about each other and have an easy conversation because we learn things about each other, about our, you know, like intonations and what we talk about, what are interested in. And we remember these things and we use it to sort of say how we communicate with each other. But that's hard to do in an automated basis and at scale. And so that's why we exist, to just help you have truly personal relationships at scale. It is and a so, one, it's a, a one on, instead of the traditional one too many relationship, we're applying, we're trying to treat it as one to one at scale. I love this concept. And yeah, so that, we I think often, about that. Well, so I often use relationships as a metaphor um, for the sales process because it, it's important and it works and it is people buy for people, not brands. And once you start having that, that relationship idea, um, it, it works very well. And I love that you use, you are using the, the same metaphor here. I interrupted. Go ahead. You're making a point. No, it's good. Uh, we're very aligned. So we were thinking, you know, we've, we've done a, I think we've done a pretty good job uh, with this with respect to email and we'll continue to invest there and be better. But we were wondering other ways that we can help our customers build truly relationships at scale. And so we thought about where do our customers' customers interact with these businesses the most? Uh, and it's their website. And so we invested in sign-up forms to help there, and we thought about how we could extend it to be even further. So we announced uh, uh, last week, two weeks ago at our conference, that we're making an investment in moving into dynamic web personalization. Ooh. So that we're coming to our businesses' websites. And we just heard um, a few episodes ago, I, we talked about personalization and how I think it is an utterly underutilized optimization that is going to be um, really the people who jump into personalization now are going to be way ahead of everybody else because it is tremendously valuable. It's the same, those same concepts you're using in um, email marketing automation and Facebook ad segmentation to deliver relevant messages. And Clavio connects with Facebook ads. We'll touch on that later. Um, mm -hmm. The now you're applying that to websites, and with so you're investing in for um, a, uh, an on-site personalization system. You've got a form builder that lets you do segmentation and personalization. So let me unpack the form builder first, and we'll we'll wrap up. We'll put a pin in that one. Um, sure. But the okay. So the the form builder. What we're saying is based on based on user behavior, we're going to show them different forms. So traditionally, you know, if we wanted to get fancy, it'd be we've got a welcome offer for people who land on the site for the first time. We just check a cookie, and if they exit intent on the cart page, then we make them an exit intent cart offer, like an abandoned cart thing. And those would be like our typical um, you know our typical pop up forms with what. Clavio and what Jake is saying is you would take um, you could change offers based because you know who the person is on the site. So you could say, like, let's say you just have a welcome form offer on the site. Well, then Clavio would know, ah, this person's already in the email list. We're just not going to bother them with that offer. So like already out of the box, you have a better experience for the person because they're not going to see this op this form they've already opted into. So that's number one. But then you can look at your stats and say, all right, I want the people who have spent zero dollars but are in the list we can show them a different opt-in form a different thing like hey opt into um this like five-day drip course like a welcome series that's got a coupon okay cool or uh if they're on you know if they exit intent on the cart and we know that they have 
they've not made a purchase yet, but they're opted in. We can give them an offer, essentially sign them into like a card abandonment sequence. Or if they've made a purchase and now they're on the site, okay, now we could show them like an opt-in form for a, a different sequence entirely that focuses on upsells. Did I get it right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So You're I mean, hired. Just, <laughs> Great work. And I like even on um, like a, the absolute simplest thing, we run this on our uh, on our agency site. When you visit the site, if you've never opted in, it's like, hey, sign up for our, our email list. And then when you return, it goes, hey, you like our emails? You should check out our service or check out our what we've been up to. And it shows them like our um, our case studies. And then if you've uh, filled out, if you viewed that, then I, I think step two, step three is it goes, hey, you should check out our services. Um, and then step four is we segment them if they have become a client. And it's like the when they revisit it, it goes, hey, hope you're you know having a great experience. Here's a um, a survey about your experience that we could send you to. And that literally took me less than 30 minutes to set up. But what, because, you know, I have the experience and the tools, what Clavio is doing is giving you that same access to build something that segments, that personalizes, that is professional. Um, and it's just an easy point and click form builder. Totally. I, one of the coolest things that we're seeing from customers too, as they want to learn more about their customers, they'll ask about their interests Yes. So, for example, if you have like uh, an athletic apparel brand, they might ask about certain activities that someone's interested in. And in Clavio, you can have custom profile properties where you can have, you know, for example, like hiking, biking, running, uh, swimming, whatever the things are. And you can use the sign-up forms to have, you know, in, in B2B, they call it progressive profiling. But you can basically learn more about someone over time by having a form show up only if they haven't answered some of those questions. And the form cannot be, you know, you know, put in your email address, but it can say, hey, welcome back. Quick question for you. Do you like hiking? Yes or no? And once you get that, we automatically sync it into Clavio and you can use it in your automated messaging going forward such that you can send content related to hiking so that they feel more connected and you're giving them more relevant communication as they grow. I love it. And I like that it's phrased as an interest. Like, hey, do you like hiking? I mean, that's how you would ask a friend. Um, exactly. That's how we talk yeah. about it internally. We, it's funny. We, when we were thinking about <laughs> what we should build, we, were, we, asked, we did this. We read like a 90-page paper on how to make friends, literally, which was <laughs> kind of I'm going to need crazy. you to share this with me after the call. <laughs> and we took a look at our uh, deepest, longest-standing friendships, and we asked ourselves, how do we even meet these people? That's fascinating. And when we met them, like at some point we didn't know our best friend, right? And things happened over time. And we literally on whiteboards, uh, as you saw, we have lots of those. Um, we listed out our best friends and we made like a chronology, a timeline of the key moments in our friendships. And we use that to sort of think through what is the right way to set up tools to help marketers, brands do that at scale. So you literally- so that's kind of- you studied your uh, your team, the Clavio team studied their own friendships to determine how to build relevant tools. Yes, that's phenomenal. I love it. Um, that's that's what we did. That it's brilliant. So, all right, let me. So it gives you a sense of like where we're where, what we're building towards, what we're trying to make possible. It yeah, it, it it's a mindset mind mindset mindset shift in that you're. I could see where you almost bristled in the beginning at the idea that Clavio is an email platform because it like just knowing that and having that background, even like just 
So, you, like, yeah, it's an email platform. Yeah, it's got some new features. Okay, fine. It That makes it a robust and powerful email service. But that that strategy, that approach, that mindset that you have is the secret sauce. That's the magic. So we're working on doing it for, for you guys, or I guess for our customer. You are a customer for you guys, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and it, it, it has worked tremendously well. I, I mean, I have to manage it for multiple clients um, and set it up. And so it, any feature for me, it's like triply exciting because it, it happens at scale and I get to like mm-hmm. try it in multiple places. And I'm like in my head, I'm already running through clients on Clavio where I'm like, oh, we got to set this up. <laughs> I love um, it. That's awesome. <laughs> I love the, like the, cause the segmentation thing is so powerful. Like, all right. So uh, apparel is the biggest, I got to stop saying all right. The apparel is the biggest vertical on Shopify. And it makes sense. It's a really, it's a broad vertical and print on demand t-shirts were big. But if you're selling apparel, you may have, it's unco- or it's common to have wildly different audiences. Like men's clothing is not women's clothing, is not children's clothing, right? Is not baby, like this. So there's so many places in there. And even by climate um, could be like for outdoor gear could be an issue. So being able to personalize by just asking someone on the site and going, hey, are you shopping for like, hey, who are you shopping for? And then at they they click ah now the email your email promotions you could segment them and show them only the clothes that are relevant to them that's tremendous yep. that's the idea exactly and right are these tools are available now or this is coming soon uh everything you just described uh is available now the only thing that's not available yet that i've mentioned is the dynamic web personalization outside of forms that is not yet available we're working on that now uh and what we're we're still shaping exactly what it is. So if people have specific ideas and specific use cases that they want to do, it's a great idea to send an email to product at clavio.com with a subject line, I have an idea, and tell us your hopes and dreams, and we will work hard to make them true. Uh, but we're thinking that when someone comes on site, there's kind of two key interactions that you probably want, depending on where you're at in your relationship with that person. One is they may be sort of like in market or thinking about buying something. And so your job is to, in the same way that if you go to a store and you're looking for something specific, it is helpful to have a store clerk point you in the right direction. We want to make sure that it's easy for you to have a way to show the most relevant products to someone who comes on site uh, without forcing them to navigate or click through. The other use case, though, which is uh, frankly probably more interesting in the long term, is if you don't know a lot about someone You don't want to be the pushy salesperson that shows up and says, hey, can I show you all the new things that we have? Because they may not be ready for that. What you really want to do is learn more about them so that you can earn the right to show them relevant products. And so we may do things like trigger specific forms that are geared towards learning more about someone at specific points in your relationship with them, such that later on, both in email, on site and in targeting uh, on social media, you can make sure that you're always showing relevant things no matter where they may interact with you. Very, very cool. Yeah, it's never, it's always, it's never a good look when you see like uh, the the email offer, the website offer, and the Facebook offer are all different. Like, ooh, <laughs> somebody's, yeah. somebody's got to get their teams to talk to each other. Um, exactly. And it's like one of the things that we take really seriously is a lot of our customers, I, I, I take this point like very, very seriously. A lot of our customers don't have huge teams. Right. And what that means is like, yeah, they don't have the challenge of coordinating communication, but they do have the challenge of doing things and getting it done. 
And so we stress really, really hard about making sure that our tools are as intuitive, as simple, as comprehensive, and as connected as possible. Because there are a whole bunch of people out there who, whatever, quit their corporate jobs or have this dream of building something that you know they really care about that they want to bring to others. And our job is to help them bring that to fruition. And so anything we can do to make it faster, easier for you to take an idea and turn it live and see results, we're obsessed with. Because um, because it, it's hard. There's so much to do, and this shouldn't be this shouldn't be the part that is the most time consuming. So I want to. I want to back up. You had graciously offered up a direct contact and email address and said, send us your feature requests and ideas yeah. with the subject, I have an idea. And I mentioned in the pre-call, so I've got uh, three Shopify apps, Crowdfunder being the notable one, and our, we're no Clavio. Our user base is in the hundreds. Um, but even then, with that, we get feature requests. And they're mostly unsolicited in the form of like, well, can it do X? Can it do X, Y, Z? And Sometimes you get the same request over and over and you go, all right, this is the thing we need to address. And it may not necessarily, and you have to unpack it. Like, or what are they trying? What's the outcome? Is this, are they prescribing the right solution? Is this just something basic we missed, et cetera? And there really, there's a ton of agonizing that goes into when you're managing a product that goes into determining what features go in because you have limited resources to vote, to devote to it. It can have cascading effects on like, but where's this even going to fit in the interface? Is this going to add additional confusion is it going to overcomplicate things is it how many people is this going to help it it even at our tiny scale i could see where like it could become maddening i would imagine that you're getting feature requests daily multiple times a day what is the what's the process there for you to handle them do you go oh that's a good idea delete or you look for a trend <laughs> how do you how do you handle it De- definitely not delete <laughs> uh it's true. We do. We get a lot of feature requests, uh, which honestly, we we see that as uh, we see very graciously. We see it as a privilege to have people who are thinking about you and giving you ideas is the greatest fountain of opportunity that you could ever hope for when you're building a product. Uh, I've been in situations where it's really hard to find people to use your service, and it's uh, it's a lot harder to think about what to do there. So we love when people give us ideas because it helps us know you know what to build to be helpful and useful for them. But yeah, there, there are a lot that come in. And so um, we have to be pretty thoughtful about which things we pursue. I guess uh, we could spend a few hours on appropriate prioritization strategies and how to <laughs> effectively organize teams to deliver, but that's probably not the point. What I can tell you is we sort of think through a couple of key foundational principles, and we use those to help decide what to do. And they are these things. Number one, we are focused 100% on helping our customers build truly personal relationships at scale. So we are likely not going to build things like, can you? Can we just have a button that will resend to non-openers? Because that is not really in the spirit of building truly personal relationships at scale. The second thing is that whatever you do in Clavio, you should be able to go from idea to action to results in minutes. And so we're constantly thinking about and obsessed with how do we make the workflow simpler? And a lot of people take this for granted. How do we make sure that the backend systems are performant and very scalable such that when we have billions and billions of events or data that comes through our system every month, uh, there's no delays. It just works magically without you even thinking about what's going on. And the third thing is we know that our customers have a choice, that they can go anywhere they want or use nothing. 
And so we're laser focused on making sure that the solutions that we build help our customers grow so that they don't have to worry about whether or not Klaviyo is the right tool or whether or not they should be using a tool at all. It should be so like dumbfoundingly valuable for them that that's not even a conversation. And it's one of the reasons that we keep, uh, we don't really do contracts, it's just month to month, so that customers can decide whether or not they wanna stay. It keeps the onus on us to make sure we're delivering value and improving all the time and making sure that our customers are constantly seeing that growing value so that it's an easy decision for them to allow us to keep helping them grow. It is a, a tremendous, tremendous way to look at it. I love the, the preamble there and how it is, is an opportunity. Um, really just a very positive way of thinking. Um, but being transparent with that, I, I think someone could, if you had a feature request in mind, look at it through that lens, write it to, to fit, you know, make sure it's clear you know, that you're like, all right, this is, this is how I envision this. Um, to give you some background and then submit it to Clavio because there's now a very real chance that that actually happens. And I'll give you the exa- uh, an example. Um, there is a, a wonderful tool I like called Kickbox, and I will, I will put that in the show notes. And Kickbox, I, I want you to have a quality email list. And Kickbox lets you uh, go through and remove uh, the low-quality addresses automatically and then even like moderate addresses. It's a, it's a, a list-cleaning service. It's very cool. And to my disappointment, it didn't natively integrate with Klaviyo. So I messaged them and I said, hey, you should integrate with Klaviyo. And they said, uh, we'd love to. Best thing you could do for us is go tell Klaviyo. So I did. And what was interesting, the support request I got back said, we'd love to consider it. And I said, you know, I'm recommending this to a client who brought this up. And the support rep replied, you know, like within an hour and goes, hey, uh, we'd, we'd love to consider it. Can you tell us, like, give us more background on why we should do this? I said, that's a good question. So I said, all right, well, I, I recommend it to this client. They've got this size email list. I think quality list hygiene is extremely important to improve deliverability so it adds value and it could be done with an integration, be done in an automated fashion. And it, I, it, I think it was literally within a week I saw a tweet. It had happened from both teams. I was so thrilled that you know, I made this request and it actually got implemented. It was, it was kind of cool. That's awesome. That's a great story. I, uh, yeah, I... I wish that for every single thing that came in, <laughs> we right. always turned around in a week. Uh, I think we do a really good job. We hustle really hard to listen and help all of our customers. Another story I can give you, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the product block in our email builder. Oh, it's which my will, favorite. <laughs> yeah, so the story behind that feature, actually, one of our customers sent us a video. It was three and a half minutes long, and it was uh, he was setting up basically the product block, but com- like piece by piece with... Uh, an image and with a link uh, and with the text, you know, a whole bunch of ways. And he sent an email and he's like, guys, this is horrible. Can you make this better, please? And we said, oh, man, that's really bad. Yeah, we'll fix that. Uh, and we got right to it. Uh, and we ended up building that. And I'm really proud. There was a great team that worked on that. And I'm really proud of how that came out because now, you know, to the to the spirit of being able to take an idea and execute quickly in Clavio in the template editor, you can automatically pull in your catalog, which is up to date from Shopify, and you can hand select certain products and pull in the price, the, uh, the link, so that you can have a button that goes right there, the description, the title, and you can edit it all right there. So it's very, very, very easy to have an idea where you can say, hey, I want to promote these three products because you know we have too much inventory, I got to get it off the shelf. I can go into Klaviyo, I can configure an email, I can target a list of people who have looked at this product in the past. I can now pull those specific items in and I can send it in minutes. And that's why I 
I always recommended Lovclavio for Shopify merchants because no one else has that level of integration with Shopify. Um, okay, you've got another. There's some other features I want to talk about that are uh, new-ish, and there, there are a lot of features in Shopify that I don't, or not Shopify, in Clavio that are amazing and people don't take advantage of because Clavio is incredibly powerful and nuanced. There is a lot going on there, so I mean. You could just keep discovering new stuff to play with. Um, I will say the a a basic one that I I wish was in every email service provider that uses automation is SmartSend. SmartSend is very clever. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah, SmartSending. <clears throat> so we built SmartSending to help with the problem. I don't want people to get over emailed, which again goes back to quality relationships at scale. We are not in the business of helping you send as many emails as possible. We're actually in the business of helping you send as few emails as possible so that you can have relevant communications. Um, and so one of the features that we built is uh, there's a check that we do when someone's about to receive an email where we say, when was the last time someone got an email? And the default window, I think, is 17 hours. If someone received an email within 17 hours, we actually skip the email that they're supposed to receive coming up, um, which is really, really helpful. And in fact, little known truth, the, sent, the smart sending period is actually configurable. So depending on your business and your sending cadence, you can make it longer or shorter in whatever makes most sense for you. Cool. Yeah, and so picture this. You're going to send out a sale email to thousands of people, but there could be people on the list who just got a abandoned cart sequence. So they're getting the abandoned cart sequence and the sale email. Maybe you don't want to inundate them, so you turn on Smart Send. Now people who got a different, you know, automation email won't get the sale email, and you don't have to worry about doubling up on emails with people. Nailed it. Yeah, that's very clever. Uh, okay, the coming to the the end of our time together, you have there's two things I want to cover. One, I want to know what keeps you up at night. What is what's the big challenge that Clavio is facing in the for the tech world in the far future, so 24 to 36 months. And then you've got a, a special offer for us, I see in my notes. But first, man, what, what scares you? What's giving you gray hair? What keeps you up at night? What's the big challenge for Clavio in the next, next two to three years? We're constantly trying to think about how do we go faster? How do we do more? How do we make sure that we're constantly delivering as much value as possible, as quickly as possible to all of our customers? Uh, and so we have to hire more people and just build faster and faster and faster. Candidly, that is that is what keeps me up at night, making sure that we're always doing the right things and we're going as quickly as possible to help people because, you know, no one's got time to wait around. We get that. We appreciate that. Uh, and so I'm, I like I wake up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, man, how are we going to build this? And oh, man, how soon can we get that? And oh, man, how many more people do we need to get this thing sooner and so on and so forth? So we're. That's, that's really our number one focus. We've got great people, and we have amazing customers that give us incredible feedback. We just want to do everything for them. Very good. Lightning round question. What is the, the most underutilized or overlooked feature in Clavio? I think the sort of like OG underutilized feature or like overlooked feature is probably our Facebook sync. Uh, I think one of the most powerful acquisition tactics that any e-commerce business could have is to build a segment of their VIPs. And in fact, you could take advantage of our new predictive lifetime value feature and build a segment of people who have 
high lifetime value relative to your average order size. Um, and you can build that segment, connect it to a custom audience in Facebook, and then have a lookalike off of that so you can target people who have a high likelihood of being good spenders. That's a good one that not enough people do. And it's so uh, and easy. I think it's pretty easy, yeah. We try to make it easy. Um, the other one, I think, is the forum targeting the segments. There's just such incredible opportunity there to offer a more personalized experience that uh, people are just scratching the surface right now. Yeah, it's so... It, to walk people through it, an amazing way to target your top of funnel ads in Facebook is create uh, a lookalike audience, let Facebook do its magic, uh, and for that you have to have a source source for that data, uh, a custom audience, and typically what you would do is give it a list of your customers who have placed an order. You want to show it, hey, here's a list of the people that gave me money, figure out what is statistically significant about them for me, Facebook, and then Facebook does its magic. All right, well, you can add more value to this. If you have a big enough audience, why not only do it for the people who made more than two or more purchases? So repeat customers or customers with a – you'll figure out your average order value, customers that have a high um, – you know, like spent have spent two to $500 you know, with your store. Those are going to be um, your, your VIP dream customers and maybe um, – so then you could – you'd want to upload those as a custom audience to Facebook and – test it against the other ones, but maybe you want to spend more on that. Maybe you just want to only show that lookalike audience, whatever works. But in the past, you have to export the list, upload it to Facebook. What Klaviyo does is integrate with Facebook, and as that list updates and changes, it automatically syncs it and pushes it to that custom audience at Facebook. And then so over time, the Facebook lookalike audience evolves. Um, and it just it is a, a beautiful, beautiful API, love making magic happening in your, your marketing toolbox. It's fantastic. Amen. Uh, and you had mentioned uh, predictive lifetime value. What the heck is that? Yeah. So we, <laughs> one of the things that um, we learned uh, probably like a year and a half ago, customers started coming to us, sending email to product at Clavio. I have an idea. Uh, and they're saying, oh man, you have all, you have like so much of our data. You have our customer data and our marketing data and our sales data. Can you read the tea leaves here? Can you tell us what this means? And so we built uh, a data science team whose sole mission is to derive insights from your data and give it back to you. And the first feature that they worked on uh, was around customer lifetime value. And so they uh, took a model from the academic community and then figured out how to make it 10 times better, literally. There's an incredible blog post on clavio.com slash blog about our data science features and they actually unfold and unpack exactly the process that they went through giving you different model types because we want to build transparently so that you know everything that we're doing and can go as deep as you want um anyhow they they built a model that will take into account your purchase cadence from customers how much they spend and for how long they are customers and it will actually predict over the next 12 months how any given profile any given person for your store how much they will spend and we put it right on the profile page of each person in Clavio. So we can literally see that Kurt, for example, in the next year is expected to spend $120. And so you can build segments off of how much someone is expected to spend, which you can use for whatever you might use segments for, for targeting forms on your website, for syncing to Facebook, or for, of course, sending targeted emails. That's awesome. What's the name of that article so I can put it in the show notes? Do you know? Uh, I will look for it real quick and I will send it to you so you can put it in the show notes. Okay. And final 
quite well my final lightning round question we here. can go all day man this is my favorite <laughs> thing in the world to talk about <laughs> i'm glad or my all right my final lightning round question here is is clavio starts at free right if you've got uh up to 250 contacts so if you're just starting out starts at free and then it scales with you which i is a wonderful egalitarian way to approach pricing who on the other that's, end of the yep, spectrum right. the opposite end of free who are some of the the biggest brands that are using clavio that you could tell us uh, I'm trying to, I want to make sure I only say people I'm supposed to say, uh, well, so like we work with Bonobos, which is a really big one. Oh yeah. I, they, uh, I had to unsubscribe cause I kept buying shirts. <laughs> That's too effective. That's an amazing problem. It's too effective. It's too good. <laughs> you have to save yourself. Same with uh, your other big one, Chubby's same deal. I, yep. I'm like, yep. oh, why do I, I own five pairs of these shorts in like 60 days. What am I doing? Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. We work with Chubby's too. Um, uh, I mean, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of them. We work with Fashion Nova, um, okay. who's great. Uh, we work with, I, I don't know my list of who I can say. I don't want right. to, we'll well. but what I will tell you, what I will tell you is if you follow Clavio on LinkedIn, um, we're posting an amazing series right now. I actually really, really like it. We're giving thank yous to our customers where we're basically saying, hey, you know, take Taylor Stitch, for example, um, you know, you guys are doing an amazing job of segmentation. We appreciate it. And so you can see a really good list of great customers and even learn some of the tactics that they're using as well. So that's helpful. Super cool. I will grab that LinkedIn link. Jake, this has been phenomenal. Where could people go to learn more about you? Uh, about me in particular? About whatever you want. Uh, go to Clavio.com. You can read a ton about us. And in particular, I encourage you to look at Clavio.com slash blog. We post product announcements there. You can sign up so that we'll automatically deliver it to you via email. And of course, you can learn about all the other fun happenings in terms of what our customers are doing and ways that you can grow. Absolutely. Fabulous. Jake, thank you again. This has been, well, I'm excited. I have to go play with some new tools. <laughs> it's awesome. I'd love to do this again. Uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to share. One final note before we go. I wanted to remind you about the one Shopify theme my agency has used more than any other. It's called Turbo by Out of the Sandbox. And as its name implies, it's built for speed. But that's not why I love it. I love it because it's the most configurable, feature-packed theme for Shopify today. Features like predictive search, easy mega menus, infinite scrolling collections, and a ton of page templates. Calling it a theme doesn't do it justice. I think of it as a rapid prototyping tool for Shopify stores. And I've got a special offer for you. You can get it today at a 20% discount when you use the code PODCAST20. You can even try it for up to two weeks, and if you don't love it, Out of the Sandbox will give you a full refund. To check it out now, go to ethercycle.com slash turbo and use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's ethercycle.com slash turbo. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, the unofficial shopifypodcast.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including some details you might have missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors. Please support our show by supporting them, and thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster, and produced by my business partner, Paul Rita, for our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle. Check us out at ethercycle.com. 
The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.